I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, buzzers, what's going on? We've had a nice long break, but we're ready to talk all things Ultimate Tag, and today I have some very special guests with me. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and I'm joined by the Ant. What's going on? It's Lorena at Brew. Yes, hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, so excited. And then, of course, we have the geek, Omar Zaki. How's it going, guys? What's up? And our champion, the winner of this episode, Sam DeCristofaro. Hey, Al. Hey! And so, since we are doing this live, you guys know the deal. You can co-host a show with me. All you gotta do is hop into that chat, put your comments, and I'm happy to read them out loud. You can ask your favorites or questions, but I gotta start this off with hashtag who I love to hate. That's the person that was so good at being bad that you just love to hate them. So I'm gonna let my guests go first. I'm gonna start with the ladies. So let's go with our contestant first. Sam, who did you love to hate this episode? The kid. He was always <laughs> on me. I couldn't get away from him, man. Hence why they made a meme about it. <laughs> that guy. What about you, Lorena? Who'd you love to hate and why? Um, not from this episode, but the contestant Shawnee. Is that how you say her name? Shawnee. Yeah. Oh, no, from episode four or episode five, I think. I don't know, but she was out there insulting people, and you never want those types yeah. of people to win. But she finessed the game. Like she, she won she by taking the rules and making the most of them. Like she played really smart and she's a really good athlete. So it makes me really mad because <laughs> she, she made us mad at the tag because she was talking all kinds of crap, but she's so good. <laughs> and what about you, the geek? Oh, for me, on the tagger side, it's got to be the flow. He, no matter how good anybody does, he just comes in the game and just demolishes everyone and makes, makes everyone look like amateurs, to be honest, because he's just that good. And on the uh, contestant side, I got to say that Sam may have juked me out more than once or twice in that episode. And I had a lot of people messaging me and being like, hey, man, you missed a few tags that episode. You got to <laughs> step it up next time. So, Sam, I got to say it. I'd love to hate you. <laughs> so I'm going to do my hashtag who I love to hate. We've got some people in the chat. So if you guys want to tell me who you loved to hate, it can be this episode or from the past three that we haven't had a chance to talk about. That's cool, too. My hashtag who I love to hate though is definitely from this episode and it's actually the Banshee. And the reason why <laughs> I love to hate her is because she is just so full out, all in, in character. And she came into that first event and actually I think she was with you guys, Sam. And she came out to her like, and I'm like, I don't know if you're gonna like bite me or <laughs> you're gonna tag me. She's so scary. But That's I the Banshee for you. The right. answer is yes to those two questions. <laughs> right? Um, so we have some hellos. Disney Magic O2 is like, oh my gosh. Um, everybody's having a lot of fun. So we're gonna let you guys have your own conversation again if you wanna hop in, cool. But let's just talk overall thoughts for this particular episode. Um, I'm gonna start first, that way you guys can give me your rundown sort of in the same way. But basically overall, some of my surprises, I thought Illumide was definitely gonna go into the final round. So when he got tagged out first, I was really shocked, but he fell. And I feel like once you get tagged out first in that first game, you're screwed. Especially when everyone else lasts a lot longer and they're getting the bonus points. Um, and then Justin was like a gazelle. Like he just <laughs> flew through everything. 
And then Sam, for your particular first competition, man, you were like juking everybody out. I felt like you went in there with such strategy. And I don't know if you really did. I had none. But I would love to know. So do share. I literally was just like, all right, you have all these apparatuses. Like, you know, you just want to try to keep them and a barrier between me and them. And that's literally all I tried to do the entire time and just play the outlast game. So, and then like with the little uh, tunnel where I kept like popping in and out. like That was really know. smart. That was really smart. That's like something I feel like kids do on the playground. And I was like, well, they're all the way over there and I'm here. You can only move so fast. So I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like this is a kid's game on TV. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I saw a lot, compared to all the episodes that I've seen so far, I saw, I think, the most strategy in the most recent episode, the one last night, yeah. from both the guys and the girl, and the, the women competing. And like that tunnel, like it's just long enough that it's like six feet or something that you can safely stay on the other side of it as long as you're constantly staying on the other side of the person. Mm -hmm. And I saw a lot of people, including you, doing that really, really well last night. So, or not, yeah, bravo. Well, it depends, because if someone has a long arm, I'm sorry if you hear my dogs, they're fighting right outside the door. If someone has long arms, like the Iron Giantess, I don't know if it was two episodes ago, but she reached through right the whole tunnel. Oh, <laughs> she ripped Elizabeth out. Yeah, it was amazing. Her soul along with it. <laughs> but Sam, you impressed me so much, not just because of your epic hair, um, but because you played smart, but you also really good with the obstacles, which is, you know, Omar and I, We've known each other for a while now. We're both parkour people. So that's what we're looking at. I was, I'm so impressed whenever I see people like you and Brooke Entz, who is the boss, who presumably have not done parkour before, doing so well on these obstacles, especially in Showdown. You were fast in Showdown. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the crazy thing too, is because this show does have a lot of Olympic athletes in there you know like we had this for all you guys at home like we had this holding room where all the contestants are in there so we get to chat amongst each other and you hear all these people like oh I, you know i just took home a few gold medals <laughs> and you're like oh my god but then, oh oh there were multiple like uh, yeah and so um but then i saw them take on the course and it's like they wouldn't jump over stuff so even mm -hmm. though they had the speed they just didn't have the advantage of being able to you know, I really Olympic gold medal in what? That's the yeah. real question that you need. I really think the fact that I had um, a gymnastics background for so long and cheerleading, I'm used to mm -hmm. being on like tiny, um, like the balance beam or getting thrown in the air for cheerleading. Like, I think that helped a lot um, to translate over. Yeah. Cause that's Absolutely. what you have. You have proprioception, right? Yeah. And that's, so I'm not afraid to jump over it. Yeah. Right. But that's also just knowing where your limbs are at any given time mm -hmm. and being completely confident in where they are. So you have the confidence to move faster in a varied environment where someone who's not as proprioceptively aware mm -hmm. is going to hesitate <laughs> and not move as fast when the environment is constantly changing. Yeah. That's what I loved about seeing all the different athletic backgrounds that everybody had in the show because it's very easy to talk yourself up, whether you're a track runner or a basketball player or a weightlifter or a policeman. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to experience. Mm -hmm. And like, a lot of people can vault over, you know, a three foot obstacle. But at the end of the day, it's can you vault over it quickly? Can you vault over it safely while you're being chased by someone that most definitely has much more experience than you do doing this thing? That's so I love just like listening to, to them talk about their background and then seeing if any of that actually translates to parkour. 
right. And I think the cool thing is, is to take that into consideration for anybody who's watching at home, you watch it, of course, on TV, you're like, dude, that looks so easy. I could do that. <laughs> but the thing I kept telling people is like, it's your guys's playground. Those of you who do parkour, like this is what you're used to. And yeah, sure, you do have gold medalists and like you said, basketball players, but it's such a different element that doesn't make the other person any less of an athlete. It's just not their game. It's just like they would probably demolish us on a basketball court. Yeah, right, right. But I love that you guys brought up background. So before we really dive into some of these elements, I'd love for you to share with some of our fans how you got onto the show, especially for the Tigers, because I'm sure there's people at home who want to know and how you guys got your characters. And then Sam, talk to me about your audition. So let's start Tigers first, whichever one wants to go first. Lorena, take it away. Okay. Um, oh, more decided for me. Uh, but I also want to say really quick that they didn't tell us any of the contestants' backgrounds. I mean, oh. there were like some rumors flying around, but it wasn't until I was just watching the show that I was like, wait, she was a sprinter? Yeah. <laughs> I was cheating. Yeah, that is something really cool about watching the show now. We didn't know who any of you guys were. Anyway, uh, yeah, I've always been a very hyperactive girl. I've always quadrupeded for no reason, just because I could. I was really into the Lion King musical when I was like four. <laughs> I think I wanted to be like those four-legged puppets on stage. But I didn't actually start parkour until I was 19. I was a whole grown adult person. I did not know you started that late. Dang. Yeah. You're incredible for starting at 19. Oh, that's very kind of you, Omar. Thank you. Um, but oh yeah, I was in Orlando going to film school and some people said that there was a parkour open gym on Saturday nights. So I went and it became something I did sometimes to a hobby, to a full-blown obsession, and very thankfully something I started getting paid to do because not a lot of girls did that at the time. So yeah, that's my background. <laughs> but did they call you? How did you find out about this show? Oh, they actually sent me a message through my website. So I have lorenaparkour.com and literally on the contact form that you don't think anyone is going to use <laughs> on the website, it says put your name, email, subject, right? And message. They sent me one of those, some casting agency from England. It was a British person who gave me my first Skype interview. Wow. So in the interview, uh, of course, they asked me about my background, told us a little bit about TAG, had you know signed the NDA, and they asked if I had a nickname that I had already been using. And I said, yes, well, I was on this other show called Exatlón Estados Unidos. They gave me the nickname La Hormiga Atomica, which translates to the atomic ant. And they were like, say no more. And then they made my hair purple. And here we are. They're hired. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Omar? Well, Lorena, Lorena's also skipping over the fact that she's also got tons and tons of YouTube videos out there. So oh. she's very easy to find. She made herself very easy to find and contact. That's true. That's really key. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what about you, Omar? You've got um, a lot of too. For me, probably pretty similar to Lorena. Did tons of sports growing up. I was mainly a track runner played volleyball, swimming, soccer, a lot of the mainstream sports, um, discovered parkour when I was around 16 and I took a class just like Lorena. Um, well, she went to an open gym. I actually took a structured class. Um, and I like fell head over heels for the sport. And I pretty much started dropping all my other sports left and right just to do parkour. Um, but the gym was kind of expensive and kind of far away. So I just started watching a bunch of YouTube tutorials and training with my best friend. We would train once a week and then twice a week, then three times, four times, five times till it was pretty much every single day started filming ourselves just to see what we could look like. And then eventually 
We uploaded the videos online, not even for other people, just for ourselves to be able to look back at. Um, but then around high school, we started being known as the parkour guys. And then I went to college and I walked in as the parkour guy and everyone at my college pretty much knew me as the parkour guy because I was always doing flips and things around campus. Um, and then also started making higher quality YouTube videos with other filmmakers in the area um, and eventually started to think that this could be a career. Moved out to Los Angeles in 2016, worked a bunch of gigs since then, in addition to establish my YouTube channel, which I've been working on for around six years now. And um, same thing, they found me through my website, sent me an email, um, had a Skype interview, and then we did some in-person course testing with them to see how we kind of worked on the different courses that they had, and then ultimately hired us. And I will say Omar has amazing videos on YouTube as well. Some really, really cool, cinematically gorgeous, really fun, but also incredibly skilled videos. On well, all thank videos. you, Lorena. We're just complimenting and, each other all night. Yeah, and, and just cool, full circle thing. Um, I and Omar's girlfriend, who is Caitlin, who is the flame, we actually started parkour at the exact same time in the same place, in the same cheerleading gym. That's right. <laughs> That's right, she told me that. Nice. And Sam, how did you get to be a part of this show? Well, super random. So <laughs> one of my friends from college lives out in Los Angeles and knew, I guess, one of the casting people. So when they posted it on Instagram, he tagged me in it. And I was like, what is this? And as soon as I responded, they reached out to me in a DM. And then they called me like that night. And I was wow. like, what is happening? <laughs> And then they're like, we want to set up a, a our YouTube Skype with you or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then um, I had told them about my husband and they're like, maybe we can Skype with him too. And so they Skyped with both of us, but I guess they didn't like him. <laughs> and so they picked me and I was like, still kind of like weirded out about it. Cause I was like, I don't really know. Like, is this legit? And the guy I knew from college, I'd known him since I was 19. And I was asking him, I'm like, listen, how legit is this right here? Because I don't want to be it's flying legit. out there and get kidnapped and like right, right, disappear. Right, right. And he's like, no, 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 I know the guy really well. And I was like, all right. And so that's how I got picked. It was just nice. super random. Nice. But uh, so let's talk about the show a little bit. I want to make sure we get to touch on some of the things. The first thing we had was Chase Tag. Um, for you, especially Sam, I know that you're a power lifter. This isn't necessarily your normal element, even though you've done the, the tumbling and all that or I should say cheer. Um, but what was your first impression when you first walked out there, especially for the actual show day and you've got your two competitors on either side of you, what was going on in your mind? So actually all of us just decided to run to the same direction, kind of like herd mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, well, there's two of them. So hopefully they'll just get chased first and I can just kind of go around unnoticed. And so that was pretty much what I was trying to do is just try to like kind of keep them in front of me so that they would get tagged first. Just we weren't a team. Throw effort. them on the ground at the tag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a team effort. So we just did what we did. Yeah, the one girl called you guys her cool. team. I like it. I know. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we were like, we were like a girl gang. We were like a fierce girl gang. But at the so end of the day, it was like it. one winner. Right. So then for taggers, like, what's your secret sauce? Because if you come out and you do see all three of them herded in the back corner, eeny, meeny, miny, how do you pick? You go, Omar. I decided for you. Uh, 
it's them always being cooped up in the corners actually made it really, really difficult because on one end, you're like, oh, they're all clumped together. I should at least be able to get one of them. But now when you run in and all three of them split in separate directions, like your brain is having to keep track of three things and try to analyze who's the closest, who's the slowest, who's the easiest to get in that moment. And that corner was actually structurally very weird. The obstacles were really wide. So by the time you jumped over something, they could have just as easily gone around and then you'd be chasing them from behind. So there wasn't a lot of thinking that was involved for me. I just ran back there and then just waited to see what they did according to my movements and then just reacted to that and hoped that I was faster than them or more versatile when it came to, you know, vaulting over the obstacles and whatnot. What about you, Lorena? No, same as, oh my, my brother's screaming. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> but. I can't hear uh, it, that's just me though. Yeah. Good, oh, I'm so glad I found the cable for this microphone. But I, yeah, there was not a lot of thought going on in my head. I just didn't want to embarrass myself on national television and not get a tag, right? right. So it was literally just, as soon as I'm on the floor, like I see red, like I'm just trying to tag somebody. Which I kind of regret a little bit because they mic'd us and a lot of the other taggers threw out some really fun lines. And I'm like, wish I said something. I know, me too. I, I like never like, spoke. I, I never spoke. No, but I think as in the beginning when I was less confident, I would definitely, I think I would pick, on, pick up on anyone who looked like they were hesitating or uncomfortable. I'd be like, that's the weakest one. Hey, animal yeah. instincts right there. But it's almost a little unfair to yes and no, right? So you guys are filming episodes back to back to back, whereas contestants are coming out and there's like a little bit more of a break, right? But when you're in something like Chase Tag and it is a game that ends up going on for a long time, after a while you do get tired and they're like fresh tagger, fresh tagger. Oh, mm -hmm. hey, there's a guy that's like six feet tall. You're five two, cool, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Sam, I mean, I, your game was what, close to almost two minutes? I don't know if it was longer than that. Did you find yourself getting fatigued with the mixture of adrenaline and running around or were you just coasting? Um, I actually wasn't that tired because I actually do uh, a sport that's down here in Florida called Grid League and mm -hmm. it's extremely fast and you're basically redlining for anywhere from like 30 seconds to a minute and then you have a really short rest period and you're just kind of like going and going and going under extreme duress so I'm really used to doing that now so it's not like I'm doing like a 50 yard sprint all out all the time because there's all the obstacles so I had time to rest so it was just like fast kind of like relax go relax so for me I was just kind of like eh, it's like a grid match just minus gymnastic oh. skills and weight yeah are you a crossfitter I do crossfit grid and then the new um one that's come about called functional fitness that's trying to make the olympics in 2028 so i do like three different versions of competitive exercises if you want to call it that yeah that's what i was telling my family last night when they showed your profile and said you did crossfit and showed you ollie lifting and i said watch her not get tired the whole episode <laughs> she doesn't yeah, know what is. Like. have to do so much cardio training i actually hate cardio training but it's what my like weakness is so Ooh, i'm constantly cardio. doing it um constantly. so really quick i do want to throw it to the chat because i invited them to join us and throw out their comments and we do have some people so i have someone saying uh this is disney magic 92 do you know how taggers are decided in terms of order for any particular game especially when alternates end up coming in 
Ooh, I've got a fun fact. Okay. So we do have a tagger order and they try really hard to match taggers with contestants that they don't know. Cause in parkour, we literally all know each other. The producers know this. So, um, but if a rivalry forms between a tagger and a contestant, the producer's gonna say, hey, the next round, why don't we switch it up so they keep going against each other? Yeah. Give the people what they want. I was saying, I noticed because with Brittany, she was talking a little ish with the Banshee. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. they were going at it. Yeah. They also time. cut like 90% of that interview because I was standing right next to her that whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they edited that a lot of that out. <laughs> the tea. The, the taggers though, there's definitely a lot of thought and consideration that goes into it. Um, they, they like to kind of rank the taggers skill level wise. And if they have some competitors that are incredible, incredible athletes, then they want to put the best taggers up against them just so there's equal competition. And on the same end, if there are, you know, a group of competitors that are maybe not super, super top tier, then they're going to put some of the other taggers out there. Just maybe some of the shorter ones or like me, I was like a medium tier tagger. I kind of did like a lot of the the people that weren't like the super incredible athletes, because like, to be honest, I might not be able to catch the super incredible athletes. And then that's not really an exciting show. So they definitely had a lot of consideration and thought go into that. And they tried to keep it as fair as they could throughout the whole show. Yeah, man. I would have loved to have the horse or the iron giantess or even the Viking. Oh, don't let them hear you say that. <laughs> I'm a little nugget. They would be they'll, trying to chase me. They'll find you and they'll probably like bench press you or something. Let's go. I, I feel you on that, Sam. <laughs> I know what you mean. Fernando is in here and he said, I Oh, need Fernando, to what's up? What, episode, episode four winner, episode five yeah, winner? Dude, what's up? I'm sorry we couldn't have you in. We were on a little bit of a break, but glad to have you in the chat. So congrats. Um, somebody else had asked a question. I see if I can find it. I see who's the best, who's been the best competitor y'all had to go yeah, against? That's the one I was looking for. Best competitor. Oh, man. Well, I think in general on the show, I mean, freaking Tom Coppola, 27, right? 27. Oh, yeah. Seconds. Did you go up against him though? No. Yeah. General. I know. I know my answer. It's a spoiler, so I can't say too much about it, but I go up against the guy in Dome Tag. I think it might be even next episode and it's a really, really good match. That's all I'll say. Oh. It's a really, really good match. Um, he was definitely the best competitor that I went up against because I remember the whole race very clearly. Usually, usually I don't remember the races because they, they happen so quickly or you're in adrenaline. So your brain can't even like register what's going on. But I remember this race. Dude, let's talk about Dome Tag though, because we didn't get to see, that's the only bummer is so much was like none. out of the show, especially when you think you had this great highlight and you watch a show and you're like, well, shit, it didn't even <laughs> make it in there. <laughs> um, so Sam, we didn't get to see anything except for Sam had a really long time. So who did you compete <laughs> against? And give me some highlight. was Brooke Ends the Boss. I think Lorena, you were there too. And then Dynamite? I know that I know I did um oh my goodness Miriam I did Miriam in the oh okay and then I think maybe the kid again (laughs) but I do remember the boss and dynamite coming after me I didn't do anything like super flashy and I definitely didn't go underneath crawling around because I knew I'd get (laughs) caught way faster by doing that not that I was scared to do it I just was like like well that's dumb I'm not gonna waste time trying to be fancy I'm just trying to win but um 
I went around in circles a lot inside like a hamster and I actually went through the bars. I went up and around and over, but I didn't do anything cool. Like hey, some of if the it works, you won the episode. So no one can, yeah. no one can diss it. And then for revenge tag, we got to watch the boys. I didn't get to see you guys in it, but you guys obviously have both played revenge tag. So talk to me about the excitement of having the opportunity to tag someone and then turn around and have them come after you. Revenge uh-huh. tag. You want to go? You want to rock paper scissors for it? Okay, go. Okay, go, yeah. go. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. There's probably a delay. Cool. Take okay. it away. I guess I'll go. Yes. Um, there's a spoiler that I'm trying really hard not to say for a revenge count coming up, but I will say it's definitely my most embarrassing moment of the entire season. Oh. <laughs> I'm interested now. <laughs> like a catastrophe. over an obstacle like that, right? Right. Oh, please, because let's just talk about the fact that even for the most trained skill athletes, after a while, you guys are going at it. Again, the way the show is shot, multiple episodes in one day, you guys are getting exhausted. This episode, we saw the Banshee go down. And then Ooh. the horse. And I was like, oh, goodness gracious, man. Yeah. Who? I don't know how she didn't get stitches. It looked like she hit her shin. Ow. Yeah, where you go to step on something and you just. We're soft. Everything had foam on the corners. So that would probably be why why her shins are still not open. (laughs) So they're probably black and blue, but they're not open. Uh, my shins never felt any of that foam, for the record. Because <laughs> I had a few things too, and I was like, oh. As it should be. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing that makes tag so, uh, so challenging. Because in parkour, we're always looking at our feet, right? It's a very common mistake, even for the most experienced practitioners, to look at the thing that's coming instead of what's happening right now at their feet. That's where missteps happen. That's where you trip. That's where you fall. In tag, not only do you have to worry about the obstacle ahead of you, you're trying to tag another human. So there are... <laughs> three completely different calculations taking place at the same time. And if you're not experienced in parkour and you've got obstacles to deal with in addition to a person that you're chasing, your feet might be the last thing you're thinking about. Yeah, not only that, it's like, I found, it's not just tagging a human, it's grabbing a flag off of a moving person and the flag is like doing this the whole time you're trying to grab it. Like I've I've seen so many slow motion replays of me just like grabbing at a tag multiple times and missing it constantly and i'm just like beating myself over the head but i remember in the moment it's really hard because lorena's right there's so much going on you're moving there people are jumping the tag is floating through the air so it's really not as easy as as maybe it looks from the couch at home yeah so i think what happened to me in revenge tag is since there's no obstacles my brain wasn't focused on what it should have been that's all i'll say I see. I feel like it's so much easier to chase somebody because, yeah. like, the whole time I'm running from you, I'm like trying not to run into a wall or a, a like a pole. But I don't want to look back because I know the second I look back, I'm gonna like stumble into something or you're gonna catch me. Yeah. I just feel like it would be so much easier to chase someone than be the person trying to get away. No, I agree. That's one decision we don't have to make. Right? The direction we're going. Ah! You have yeah. to be decisive in terms of which way you're gonna go. Yeah. We don't. They just go for the back of your head. <laughs> but at the same time, a lot of the problems that I had was reacting to people because the benefit that they have is that they dictate the path. And so we are following. So we are always going to be reacting slightly later than them. And if they understand that in their mind and utilize that fact that we're always going to be a little behind them, then they can try to keep us off their toes even more rather than just trying to outrun us. They can utilize the fact that, that we're actually reacting to their movements. 
which, which Sam, which you definitely did. You definitely did that. Yeah, let's talk about the showdown. I mean, I'm gonna skip ahead. We didn't really talk about dodge tag too much. I, although Omar, you and Sam had some really great moments. Right? That was a good slow-mo moment where I was like diving for the tag and she like snakes by. It was a good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the showdown, just talking about like fairness and the whole chasing the tag, I feel like, oh, first of all, yay, because your time was fucking amazing. 50. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on top of the fact that when you are doing the showdown and you're going up to uh, the very top, right? Mm -hmm. And you have that one tagger that's just hanging out. I feel like it's so unfair because you guys just stand there while someone's climbing up. But at the same time, is that scary for you guys as far as like not wanting to knock the person over? No. <laughs> I, I, that's one thing I never worried about. Uh, but yeah, it is really, really hard to dodge the mountain tagger. I think that's what we call them. Yeah, the tagger on the mountain. It is really hard to dodge them, which makes it that much more exciting when it actually happens on TV. I but think, I also, or go ahead, I'll let you finish. Oh no, well, we've had a few people dodge the mountain tagger. I think someone dodged you when you were on the mountain, right, Omar? Oh, it's definitely happened at least once or twice to me personally. Yeah. But that's really exciting to watch on TV, I think. <laughs> But it's not, it may be difficult for the tagger to dodge, or sorry, the competitor to dodge the tagger, but every competitor has that. And so it's not unfair because they're all at, right. you know, the same playing field. Um, they all are essentially, hopefully going to get at least that five second, you know, not a bonus, but a subtraction added to their time. Right. Addition, right. Not, not subtraction. When I watched that, I realized that I had made a mistake when I was going up the mountain. So instead of basically jumping on the flat surface like an idiot, the little like plexiglass thing was right next to me and I could have got up that a little faster and maybe it had a chance to get away from him versus just kind of being like, ugh. 2020 hindsight. I know. But yeah, as, as tired as you must not get by the time contestants get to mountain, and we know because we ran it in testing, it's, it's very exhausting. By the time you get to the mountain, you're already tired. And then you have all of that up to go up, which is exhausting. And but then again, levels, I don't know if Sam gets exhausted. Each oh, of those yeah. levels was like four or four and a half feet tall. So those were not small levels to jump up. They were like up to my clavicles or my sternum. Yeah. So for and Lorena, I mean, I mean my head. <laughs> but you see yeah, some people, like, that's where they went. You know? <laughs> Um, but for you, Samantha, because you were in the lead going into that competition, you had to watch Miriam first. What was it like for you to sit there and watch her go through everything? I just knew whatever she got, I just had to beat it. Um, and it didn't seem that hard. I mean, I know we only got to play and see the course for maybe two to three minutes um, beforehand, but it was still like I was running blind. I don't know. My, my whole goal is just to try to get fast as fast as possible in case there was like a misstep somewhere where I just didn't see where I was going and I ate it. I don't know. I was just like, I don't care what she does. I got to do what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. I think with Miriam, the thing that slowed her down is like the obstacles in terms of trying to jump over them. I think they slowed her up. And I know that she was throughout the episode doing a lot of roles, which is cool. And it helped her at some point, yeah. but it also slowed her down when she was going through the tunnel to get to the other side. I was like, no, there's no one even after you. Don't do that. Yeah, no, that's illegal. In parkour competitions, you don't roll in a speed course. That's illegal. That's like, what do you... Oh. 
<laughs> it slows you down but, a lot, yeah. Yeah. But it did help her not get tagged in Dodge. Yes, that was the one moment. I was like, oh, okay, cool, that worked. Yeah, it makes the tag go away from our hands. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Sam, I can. it's probably, you know, because of all the explosive weightlifting and whatnot you do, but you had ups. Even if you didn't have the most refined um, vaulting skills, parkour technically, you have up power. <laughs> so you got up. Yeah, and up I mean, I tried to treat it like a, I was doing vaulting and gymnastics and I was like, oh, shoot through. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk. And then once I got around, what? Sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, once I got around like those three vaults and I saw the rocket was probably two vaults behind me, I was like, oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Let's just try to this last one. She's not catching me once I get over that little like gap. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was exciting. <laughs> um, the the guys, I just want to touch on them really quick because they had a really exciting competition too. Uh, Justin and Asa, they were two oh nine both their time when they did revenge tag, um, and so they went into everything even and they it was they both were so good and it was so heartbreaking for me because they had such high stakes for the win. And I wanted, I don't know, that's the only thing that I was like, oh, my heart hurts right now for Asa, but I'm still so happy for Justin. That, that was a really good competition. I thought, I thought the episode yesterday was really great just overall, but, yeah. um, and because we did this a year ago, I actually couldn't remember who won. And so huh? I'm actually experiencing it for real. You know, I don't have any insight unless maybe I went against them, but I didn't um, in the episode yesterday. So it, it is fun to, to be able to not know what's going to happen and then just experience it live. Yeah. And there was a lot that we didn't know, period. Uh, like I said, we didn't know any of the contestants' backgrounds. A lot of us didn't get to watch a lot of each other's races. For example, Ruel, the bulldog, last night tweeted out, oh, man, I didn't know that guy's mom was missing a kidney. Like, now I feel bad <laughs> talking to Mac, chasing him. Yeah, but they can't. They, watch their backstories for the first time. Yeah, but we can't have that knowledge because if we sympathize with someone, we might yeah. tag someone else. So they they kept us in the dark like a hundred percent. Yeah, but it makes it watching it now that much more exciting. Yeah. So right. we're not awful people for the people watching that are like, you're a terrible person. How dare you? <laughs> we we had no idea. Uh, I, I will say they were really good about that as far as keeping everybody separated because no one was allowed to talk to anybody. For us, um, I know we, Sam, we got to watch videos of all of you guys ahead of time because the producers were like, what do you think of this person? Who are you the most afraid of? Who do you want to take on? They didn't show any of that necessarily in the interview. So Sam, I don't know who you said, but I know for me, I was like, I am not that stupid. I'm not going to say anybody because they're going to be like, I'm coming after her. <laughs> and if anything, I remember actually seeing the Atomic Ant because we didn't know your names, obviously. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so cool. And they're like, so would you want to go up against her? And I was like, well, actually, no, I want to ask her, like, can I train with you? Because like, I want to learn that stuff. And they're like, yeah. you can't say that on camera. Fine. Like, oh, <laughs> Rats. Anyway. No friendship, said, only so, rivalries. When you were watching those, right. Now, now, Sam, when you were watching those videos, was there anyone that stuck out to you that you were like either, oh shit, or oh my God, I love this person. Um, so I refrained from running my mouth because that's right. not really my style. Um, but when they showed Brooke Entz, I was like, oh my God, I was like totally fangirling because she was a CrossFit Games athlete and I'm in CrossFit. So I was like, oh my gosh, she's so awesome. Like, I don't know if I'm going to go against her or not, but I just was kind of like, oh, you know, they're cool. Like, 
whatever. I'll just do what I do. Because <laughs> I didn't know how to just like, I didn't know anybody's background that well. Like just because you can do flips doesn't mean you're fast or you can check, catch right. anything. That's true. That's true. Um, so we got to wrap things up pretty soon. I would like to ask you guys as my last question though, what would you guys like to see from a season two if you get one? Ooh. I would really like to see um, the some the winners come back and have like a like an all-stars game, you know, with Tom and Fernando and Sam. I would love to see an all-stars um, head-to-head tag down game yeah. yeah what are you omar for me i think i'd like to see some course like revisions or or minor additions mainly to the the final course the showdown i think that there's some tweaking that could be done to that final you know that could that final course that could just make it a little bit more exciting not that it's not exciting as it is um but yeah and i don't know what exactly but just something to give it a little a little extra oomph <laughs> And then Sam, if you could come back, who's the one tagger you did not get to go up against that you would love to have? Um, if I want to say to be easier, <laughs> no. the Iron Giantess all day long. I definitely don't want to ever go against the flow. He would get me in two seconds. Like, I don't I think anybody wants to go against him. Like, oh, you can't catch me. It'd be like, done. But <laughs> I, I would agree with, um, the all-star thing, I think that's cool. Or if we had the chance to come back and be taggers ourselves, I think that would be fun. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I would totally yes. be down to do that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. With your same hairdo and we make a whole name costume out of that, please. That's my competition <laughs> hair. That's how I wear my hair every time I compete. It's also like, I'm going to stalk you now. I'm going to find you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I wear, I wear this wig every time I compete. Oh, jealous. Nice. I've had a lot of people ask me if this is a wig. I'm like, what about this? Oh, that's something something else that I would love to see on the show. A lot of people think that we're acting or something or that we were fed lines. No one was told to say anything. We are this extra. Like the caveman actually got in trouble because he was so into it. <laughs> that I really wanted like, a beer. I mean, that's yeah. why I said it. <laughs> so like when Omar is answering his interviews and he's saying like, well, the shortest way from point A to point B is a line. Like no one no told script. him. No script. <laughs> he just, yeah. It's just genuinely how he feels. I just get taken over and, and just yeah. speak. Awesome, though. That's what makes it entertaining though. Yeah. Um, really quick before we leave, can you guys shout out your social media so that way all of our fans can come and follow you? Yes, I am at Lorena Parkour everywhere. Dang. Well, for me, I'm at Omar Zaki Zero on Instagram, or you can find me on YouTube at just Omar Zaki. I'll see you there. And Sam? I'm just on Instagram, and it's Sam Diesel XO. Awesome. Cool. Right well, I'm your hostess with the mostest. My name is Ali Kona Bradford. You can find me at yours truly, Ali Kona, with little underscores in between. That is me on Instagram, and sometimes I'm on Twitter. But find me on Instagram, because I'm in there. Uh, for the rest of you guys joining us at co-host, thank you so much. Share with all your friends. And for you guys, my guests, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you so you much for having us. us. Of yeah. course, of course. And let's and train together after COVID. Yes, let's do it. I'm down. All right. Thanks, you guys. I'll see everybody later. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.